Hi guys, welcome to the porch. Um, so this week we've got a real treat for you and we're talking to Natalie DeCue. Hi Natalie, how are you doing? Hi, I'm great, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Busy day, but uh, you know, lovely to talk to you. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on. Yeah, um, so here we are, sitting on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd like to be, wouldn't we? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how things how are things over there because where are you? You're in LA. Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles and you know what? It's actually gotten so much better um here. I think the last 2 weeks we've been the lowest um lowest positive covid rate in the US. Um so things things are opening up. It's a little weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I want things to open up, but it's also like I've I've uh, been closed off for so long that it's a little scary, but um, but yeah, things are starting to open up, so it's really exciting. I I have my first vaccine shot. Um, I, I got my first shot. I have my oh, second good. one. Yeah, coming up in a couple of weeks. So you know, things are starting to to look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here as well. Um, I mean, as uh, my first pub visit outside, mm-hmm. of course, and we're still only allowed sixes together. Um, but yeah, that that was great. <laughs> fish and chips. Yeah, fish and chips. Yeah, I mean, you don't. I I went out again, an outdoor setting, and um, they had live music, and I didn't realize like how much I missed it and how oh, much I. Gosh, I guess yeah. I didn't miss it, but I didn't realize how much I needed it. You know, like yeah. I my uh, just my heart was just so happy after that night. And again, it was weird still to me. Mm-hmm. To be to be out, but it just felt so great. Um, yeah, so, oh, so I'm, ex- I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't managed to get um, get out to any live music as yet, but I've got a lot of stuff booked in over the next few months. Um, and we've we've got like a new venue that's quite near us. Um, it's about mm-hmm. twenty minutes away. Um, so we they've it's brilliant. They've got lots and lots of new. Um, um indie bands and things like that on um independent people it's it's going to be fab over the next couple of months and I've, i think i've literally got one in every three weeks <laughs> booked tickets for. <laughs> so that's when you know you've missed live music yes yes um, I, can, I imagine i'm sorry i bet you can't wait to perform yeah i actually got to do um an outdoor gig last month um so yeah so that was and it was still like well I shouldn't say it was outdoors so the the people were outdoors and then they had the artists perform inside in the green room and then they live streamed the performance to the people outside (laughs) so it was still technically a live stream but I was on an actual stage rather than you know just live streaming from my living room so uh it definitely was so much better um but they are starting now that things are slowly you know the um lifting here um and we're we're getting into whatever the tiers the better tiers um the outdoor performances are coming back so yes I'm I'm very excited so have you got much booked in then not yet because I don't think they I don't know if they're necessarily booking things yet like there's one the one place that I I performed at last month they still are booking um and I actually I actually need to reach out to them to to, uh to play again but uh I like I think maybe venues are waiting for the um you know the whatever for them to technically be allowed to have live performances before they actually start 
start booking it. Yeah. As, as far as I know, like I've seen a couple of like kind of like independent promoters um, doing stuff, trying to plan stuff, but I don't think venues are actually booking just yet. But I think in the next week or two, they will be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't keep up with how things are here, never mind everywhere else. <laughs> even, yeah. even though I work in a hospital, you know, I still can't keep up. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't either. It's mm-hmm. a lot. And I have friends, you know, all over the world. So um, it, it also is, is really surreal because my, um, you know, best friends from college are like, one is in Germany, one is in India right now. Oh, right. I apologize for the dogs. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that might be it shortly. See, I have I have a friend in Germany, a friend in India, a friend in Canada, and um, you know, <laughs> to hear um, how how you know they're struggling or, mm-hmm. or how things are different um, for them. Um, it's kind of it also like makes it hard for me to be like I am excited about things opening uh-huh. up, but yeah. I also you know, I know like it's kind of an isolated thing um, because in so many other places, it's still, um, it's still really bad. It's still hard to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just the whole thing is just, a, it's all just strange, isn't it? It's all just the yeah. weirdest thing. Cause I mean, like, you know, like even, even over here, um, I was talking to um, uh, Jackson Lucid um, earlier on in the week and, you know, I'm saying, oh, well, I've been to the pub and he was like, you know, you lucky thing. And I was like, oh, are you, are you not like, are you not allowed out yet? He's like, no, we're, yeah. not, we're not allowed out yet. So stop rubbing yeah. it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and that's you know, in all for all intensive purposes, he's only sort of like four or five hours away from us. Yeah. And and yet, you know, they're still under different restrictions to what we are. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. how about telling us a little bit more about you? Oh yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we're just going. To- <laughs> People are like, who is this? Who is this person? Um, (laughs) I am a a singer songwriter. Mm -hmm. I'm originally from New York City, um, born and raised. And then I went to um, I went to college in Florida, and then I went back to New York for a year. And after living in Florida, which is like this tropical climate, and then going back to New York, where you know similar weather to you guys or cold winters and snow and I was like I I can't like after experience life experiencing life in a warmer climate I was like (laughs) I can't I can't live back here again so I moved out to California Mm -hmm. and I haven't I haven't looked back since I really I've been out here 15 years now so um I really yeah I really love it out here um yeah and, and all that time, is that what you've been doing? Did you move out there as a singer-songwriter? Well, that was part of it. I've, I've been doing music my whole life. I, yeah. w- my mom put me in lessons when I was in third grade. Oh, I yeah. went, went to a performing arts high school um, oh, okay. and studied voice there. When I went to college, I studied music business and also studied voice. Um, <laughs> so music is just always... <laughs> been my passion and what I've pursued um Uh, in my adult life I learned you know it's harder to to pursue it when you're not in school and have bills to pay yeah (laughs) yes you know and all that so um so yeah part of the reason why California was my my choice was because um they they have a music like I wanted to choose a place that also had a, a music scene yeah um 
so that was part of the, the decision in, in California, um, being, being where I wanted to try to settle. Um, and then, yeah, it, it was a struggle. You know, I had a lot of student loan debt and I was working three part-time jobs when I first moved out here. And I was able to record music. I recorded my first two EPs by raising money, um, you know, for, for the recordings. And so, um, I was, I was, I was doing it, you know, yeah, I was yeah. like working, working really hard to make it happen. Um, but it just got to a point where I, I wasn't able to financially survive. And so I, um, you know, got a quote unquote real job yeah. and <laughs> I wasn't planning on, uh, quitting music, but I was, um, I became a classroom teacher and okay. it just oh, was, yeah, but, um, like I knew, like I have family members who are classroom teachers. Like I knew being a teacher was hard, but like I didn't, I like I didn't really know, <laughs> yeah, exactly how hard until I became a teacher, and I was like, wow, this is a twenty four seven job, yeah. And I also was working with at risk youth, and so that was an extra emotional challenge. I mean, I think you, it's, I think it takes an emotional toll on you regardless of the demographic that you're working with. But, um, yeah, it just, as somebody who's an empath like me and who yeah. already is like an emotional person, like it was really, it just was really hard. I'd come home at the end of the day, completely drained. And I'm like, well, the last thing I want to do right now is like pour my soul into music. Like yeah. I pour my soul into anything else. Like I, I just need to, you know, plop in front of the TV and zone out and not think of anything because anything, my, yeah. bat my battery is empty. <laughs> there is yeah. nothing left inside of me. Um, so unfortunately, I had to take a step back from music for a few years. But as soon as I finished paying off all my debt, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done being, uh, you know, real adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to not being a real adult anymore. <laughs> I'm going back to pursuing my passion. Um, and yeah, you know, so there were times where I, you know, felt bad about the time that I took away or, or you know, would regret it. But at the same time, I, I know that it, one, made me stronger. Mm -hmm. And um, also now just like has given me so much more appreciation Mm -hmm. For being able to wake up every day and do music, and you know, do what you like, do, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, do not take this for granted. This is a privilege, mm -hmm. and yeah, I just try to soak soak it in as much as I can. But I guess that's been it's been an essential part for you to make sure that you got all that debt paid off and that you weren't sort of because if you sort of imagine that if you hadn't done that and you still had that hanging over you, you'd have been. I guess you'd have been in a totally different place again, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, just constantly. Yeah, this is it's hard enough not being in debt. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like it just felt impossible. You did the right uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Definitely responsible. Did the right thing. <laughs> I, I was just hungry, you know. I was like, I'm tired of eating pasta. I need to. <laughs> I need. I need to eat real food. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you gotta eat real food. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, what so far for you has been your biggest highlight? Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a few though? You can tell me them all. <laughs> well, yeah, let me think. Um, my highlight. What well, was really exciting, um, like I think there yeah, I think there have been highlights throughout my career. I think it was really exciting um 
fundraising and and raising enough money to mm-hmm. record those first two EPs because it was exciting. Like people were invested in me; they wanted to hear so what, what I was. What kind of things did you do for that? So I we did uh, I did um one of those platforms like uh, what's it called? I forget what it's called. Where where people pledge and then you you have like okay. different pledge amounts and then you offer something in return okay um so like you know people if you pledged 25 dollars you got uh, or we pledged five dollars you got like a hand handwritten thank you card and if you pledged 15 dollars you got a cd and you know so like there were different like rewards at each level um That's great because I mean we have like GoFundMe pa- GoFundMe pages. Yes, yes, um, yes. So it's that, something that, similar to GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously yeah. we got a lot of support from that. Yeah, and I actually I made over my goal price, and so I had extra money, and then I was able to record a music video with the money, the extra money that I raised, which like I hadn't even. I what you know didn't even plan on doing. Yeah. So yeah, so that was really exciting. Um, way to get yourself out there. I mean, come on, music video as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I sometimes you know the the music video part is hard for me, but it was so it was so fun. I mean, my first experience recording. Really, I've recorded. Um, I've done some music videos since then, but that was really my only like professional one where it was uh-huh. like you know everybody on set and somebody <laughs> somebody doing my makeup for me and touching up my makeup for me between yeah. takes I'm like this is so weird huh? this is so really cool. awesome. <laughs> like who am I <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah so that was really fun um another highlight um I would say I recently um won a couple of songwriting awards um Ooh. yeah so that was exciting and just because I don't know I'm like how do how do songwriting competitions how do they judge songs because it's so subjective but um it was nice it, to be able to get recognized yeah I mean yeah that's right how do you judge a song I mean you know we we all listen to things so very very differently don't we you know mm-hmm. some of us you know love rap others hate it and so how how do you judge a song uh, when it's such an individual thing? But I think it's yeah. one of those things where you, can, for me, I feel thing. You know, I feel songs. Me, I'm, yeah. I'm very, mm-hmm. You know, if you if it can if it can create an emotion in me, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this this is a good song. <laughs> yeah, me too, and that's why it's like I know there's like you know rules for songwriting, but some of the best songs, some of my favorite songs break those rules yeah I like all of my favorite songs break the rules like it's not, it's not about it's not about that so yeah I'm, I'm like you know like I don't really know how things get judged but it was really nice to um to get recognition like I said at that level for songs that I've written um and then and also I think I got a check for something like maybe maybe like 50 bucks I'm like yeah. oh okay well that's cool I'll take it <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks um and yeah I would say like I performed at the mint um in Los Angeles and that's a really um iconic venue so it was exciting for the opportunity to perform there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. haven't you had some of your your music on on some film tracks you know soundtracks so yes I yeah there was um so the same people who actually recorded my music video for me 
um, yeah. the, the, the director um, was working on an independent film at the time. Okay. And my song was the song that um, one of my songs that I recorded on that EP, the, the title was When I Fall. And they recorded this film, this indie film, and the title of it was The Fall. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, uh, they used my track in their, um, their end credits for their film. Wow. I mean, yeah. That's, go- that's got to be up there. <laughs> yes. And that's, it's so hard. It was so long ago. That's why I'm like, oh, man, how are my highlights? It's been like, it's been a, no. Yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. And then Lauren um, is oh. just dragging them off. <laughs> <laughs> and also speaking, going going way back then, um, <laughs> I know um, the country artist Cam is, I think mm-hmm. she's pretty big in the UK. Um, she, before she uh, blew up and, you know, got her Grammy nomination, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was um, friends with her at the time. Uh, her ex her ex boyfriend or whatever, but she when I was working on my EP, she was um, um I, I was introduced to her and she was friendly with my producer, and so we ended up um ha- she has writing credits on one of my songs. She ended up helping me with um uh, writing one of my songs, and she sang background vocals on another track from that EP. So it's really exciting one to like. I, I'm just yeah. such a huge fan of hers. I'm a huge fan of hers, but two also to be like to be to be able to be like I knew her one, you know, like to be yeah. like I knew somebody before they made it big. I, oh, it's a really and, fun and also, She sang backing vocals on your track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh no! I'm so nice. Oh gosh! Yeah. So yeah, you did some great stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, um, how's lockdown been for you then? You know, the beginning of lockdown was—I'm sure—as the same for everyone. It was really, really hard. I, um, yeah, there's just so much uncertainty. And I have a toddler who's screaming in the background now. I'm sure I'm <laughs> I have a toddler and I'm already an anxious person as it is. And, you know, at the time he was a little over a year old at the beginning mm-hmm. of, at the beginning of, of quarantine, and, you know, he wasn't really speaking. So it, it was nerve wracking, like babies and small children, like, you know, their only way of communicating is, is crying and that's how they communicate anything. And so I just, remember having just so much like fear and anxiety over him getting sick <laughs> because I'm like, well, what if it's, what if it's COVID? How will I know? Yeah. He can't tell me he can't breathe. You know, he can't express himself in that way. And we were, you know, extremely safe, but we did go outside and go for walks and stuff. So um, that was hard. And also not having childcare support because we were being safe and, and not, um, you know, sure. You know what, what was happening, who you could trust. So then all of a sudden it went from having childcare five days a week to having him home all day, every day, (laughs) trying to, trying to do work, trying to work on music, trying to do my co-writes. My my husband works a full-time job. um, And, and then trying to entertain a very, energetic toddler so it was yeah. it was really really hard in the beginning it was really so really hard did the music sort of get put onto a, a back burner for a little while then or um surprisingly no mm-hmm. I prioritized so in the beginning of um no I just worked myself to the ground because that's what I do <laughs> that's what you do 
Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to work my butt off. Um, so in the beginning of, of quarantine, he was still napping twice a day. Okay. And so I would usually schedule a co-write um, during his nap time mm-hmm. um, and then try to get work done during his other nap. He uh, quickly transitioned to only one nap a day. Um, but I would still... You know, I just tried to maximize his nap times. And then as soon as he went down for bed, like nighttime was when I worked on music. So I was just extra tired all the time. I probably (laughs) should have taken a little break (laughs) because there was a lot going on. But at the same time, I think I felt like I needed to kind I needed to lose myself in the music. Otherwise, I would have nothing for me and I would let the like fear and yeah. anxiety and all that takeover and I didn't want that to happen so yeah I mean I you know I've, I've talked to quite a few of the bands and everything and, the, and they've all sort of managed to you know at first you're like oh well this is you know rubbish we're just gonna sit in front of the telly and watch you know <laughs> reams and reams of of box sets or whatever um but then the majority of them sort of come out and said well actually although we haven't been able to get together um we've found it such a productive um thing because you literally can't do anything else <laughs> other than sit in front of the telly and binge watch box sets so why yeah. don't we why don't we do this why don't we do that and people have adapted so well um mm-hmm. to, to get their music out there it, it you know mm-hmm. when i've spoken to to the bands you know they're just trying all these different things you know well we've never done it like this but we it's worked out great and i've known people that have been recording songs in ikea wardrobes and on their phones you know <laughs> just honestly <laughs> my friends are crazy um but yeah <laughs> just the creativity that's come out of people yeah, no, it actually, it's been really, really inspiring. And when I've seen other people still releasing music and finding creative ways to get music out there, yeah, it, it's inspiring. And it and it gives me the motivation to, like, keep going. Um, actually, one of the silver linings of COVID um, is that it, you know, I think it forced everyone online, right? Like, everybody was mm-hmm. just craving community so much. And so it forced yeah. everybody online and I actually have built my music community even so much stronger because yeah. of that you know where I'm part of this like music um this songwriting organization um LA Songwriters Collective and whereas beforehand we'd meet they had like once a month you could come into this song club where you bring a song and you get feedback now we're meeting once a week because we can yeah. because it's it's right here on the you know you don't have to drive downtown and whatever like it's yeah, just fabulous. really, yeah. So, what what platforms uh, have have you found the the most productive for you? What platform, like like yeah, in building so, my community? You know, Facebook, um, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. You know, which yeah. is, which which for you do you find the most um, sort of you know interactive and uh, and the one that works for you best to get your stuff out there. Instagram is definitely my number one platform <laughs> choice where I feel like I'm able to um, engage more with people. I'm on all the platforms. Um, yeah. I find that um, the audience that listens to me isn't really on Facebook. I'm, I'm still there and I, I'm, I still post at least twice a week um, mm-hmm. because there is 
um, <clears throat> a demographic there that I don't get from other platforms. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Instagram is the main one. I'm on TikTok, but I'm terrible at TikTok. <laughs> I, I love, I love going on. People are so funny. Like TikTok yeah. is the place that I go when I'm like having a bad day and I need a good laugh. Like yeah. I just, I'm like, that's where I go. But as far as posting, like I'll, I'll post, um, videos on there. Um, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not doing like, you know, funny dances or, <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> Why no? Come on. <laughs> I mean, maybe that. Maybe I'll go viral from being entertaining in that way. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm all I'm on like all of the the you know the normal platforms. But I would say Instagram is where I spend Instagram, the most time. Yeah, and that's you know where I would do the majority of my sort of um, of things. But then since I joined Twitter. That for me has been the place that um, my my music community is um, that I've found, oh. um, and it is massive on there. I mean, you can't scroll down now without at least seeing sort of what about ten songs, and you think, oh, I've got to have a listen to that one. I've never heard of these people. Let's have a, and it was great for me with doing you know <laughs> the radio shows and everything. Uh, just, just discovery of, of new music on there right now is is massive. Um, I mean, I only joined sort of in um, the September time. People are going to get sick of me saying this, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's been such an amazing experience because I wouldn't be like here talking to you like this if it wasn't for Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I met April and. Um, I put out a playlist for for songs that were under a thousand uh, streams to to help you know uh, independent artists, and it went mental. Um, yeah. And then April was like, you know, you 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 got to come on and do the show with me, and 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 it, I w- wouldn't be here talking to you now if it wasn't wasn't for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, just... that's so that's amazing, and and thank you for that because it's giving me motivation. <laughs> I just I just joined Twitter a couple months ago reluctantly because I'm like I don't I'm like I can't handle another platform like there's yeah. just so many I can't um so yeah that and I I feel like I don't I definitely don't go on as often as I should so that yeah. is very um inspiring uh, and honestly <laughs> it is it is the place to be for music and all my music friends are starting to agree I mean at one point you know I was having an argument with a friend and he was like no Instagram's the place and I said to him I'm telling you now Twitter <laughs> and he was like yeah 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 and then the next minute his Twitter account's overtaking his Instagram account he's like oh Oh, maybe you're right. <laughs> it's like you, because you got, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's the same on uh, on Instagram. I just, I don't know. There's, I think, I suppose the community that I've got involved with is so supportive of mm-hmm. each other and everybody's music, and it just gets shared far and wide between us all. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we definitely need to get you on there. Okay, I'm sold. I mean, I'm not there. Just I need to go on more. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be a their spokesperson. They should yeah. pay you to go and get musicians Everything. to <laughs> get, get <laughs> promote their music on there. <laughs> it's just been so so fun for me. Um, yeah, and you know, opens a, a, a hell of a lot of doors for me. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been brilliant. Um, yeah. So I think you've, we talked a little bit about live streams, didn't we, earlier? You said you did one in the pub, but you have been putting out some live streams, haven't you? 
Yes, I do. So in the, whew, for a few months, mm-hmm. I was doing them once a week. And it was okay. a lot. <laughs> it was a yeah. lot. Um, but since then, I've moved to once uh, once a month. So okay. I do it the, the last Thursday of every month. Um, I've been doing live streams. And how how do you find them? Do you think, you know, is it sort of easy for you? Because I suppose you're used to performing in front of so many people, really, aren't you? Yeah, um, it really, it's so funny. I even like performed recently on Clubhouse and you would think that that would be less nerve wracking because they can't see your face, but something yeah. about, something about it just was like, it, it like, I freaked me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so weird. I don't, under, it's, it's wrong. It's hard. It's like, it's just hard to perform to yourself, you know, yeah. and like with the, with the live stream, you're essentially staring at yourself. So it took a while. It took a couple of, of live streams, um, to get used to it, but mm. now I'm like, yeah, I've, I've done it so many times that, um, that I don't, I don't mind it. And, you know, I'm, um, again, I appreciate the opportunity to still connect with people and perform hmm. my music even though we can't you know be in person <gasps> what happened know, if the pandemic yeah. hit you know when we we've all been crazy all the way. oh my god yeah. <laughs> I don't know. it would have been so yeah. strange so yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, just, I'm like i you know appreciative <laughs> i'm appreciative that i'm able to do that and then in your own it's fairly easy i, I don't have to mm. have some like mm. intricate setup do you do, do you interact at the same time though as doing your live streams because I've got, I've got a friend who's it and like, he'll be he'll be singing along and then he'll just like still be playing the guitar and he's singing and then it, it, it'll be you know a bit of an instrumental break and he's like yeah all right nan you know yeah <laughs> okay no I'll play that next nan <laughs> <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> it's uh, I, I do try to uh keep up with the comments the hard part is that I stream from Instagram on my phone and Facebook on my computer both at the uh-huh. same time so oh. um, so it's like <laughs> trying to keep up screens. with yeah two different screens and two comments from different two different places yeah um so I, I try to keep up just so people know like I'm paying attention and I see you and I appreciate you being here um, hmm. But I don't always catch them all. Like if people are commenting during the song, I'm not looking at my phone uh, yeah. or more the computer, you know. Um, so I miss some, but I, I do try to engage and let people know, like I'm paying attention. Yeah. So there you go, Louis. We don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um. So I've done a few Instagram lives where, um, like either I somebody invited me on their page or I invited them on my page. And so then you have the two, you know, you're having a conversation with somebody on the screen and then there's comments at the bottom. And that I had a really hard time keeping up with like the person I was interviewing with um, or just like hanging out with, if we were alternating playing songs, like they were really good at having a conversation with me and also paying attention to the comments. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, how, how are you, how are you, you doing do that? Like my brain can only do one conversation at a time. Um, so that was hard for me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, so how would you describe your music? I know you probably get asked this all the time. Yeah, and it's like one of, <laughs> I just, <sighs> Speaking of TikTok, somebody just posted a TikTok of an artist making fun of artists who like have a hard time describing their music. And I was like, that is so me. Um, Because I feel like it's evolving and and changing. Mm, Like when I first 
um, put out music. It was definitely more folk pop uh, music. And then Mm -hmm. recently I have explored more of like piano based pop music. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been fun. But I am slowly making my way back to more of like folk Americana pop music. Yeah. So yeah. I like to describe it in my, cause I'm just, I'm influenced by so many different genres. Yeah. Um, which I feel like a, a lot of musicians are as well. We're, we're just music lovers, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who, who are your influences? Yeah, um, definitely heavily influenced by like 90s singer songwriters. Um, yeah. I just grew up on that music and that's what, um, that's just what's in my soul, you know? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's yeah. in my blood. Um, more recently, um, I would say I, uh, I mean, I'm like, who isn't obsessed with Adele, but I love Adele and I hope she comes out with an album soon. And then, um, you know, I really love, um, I was introduced to country music in college and, um, and since then I've, I've listened to a lot more, uh, country music and I I'm just I admire their songwriting I admire yeah. the storytelling and their songwriting and Miranda Lambert is um not only a, you know an artist that I love but her I'm just like I just love her songwriting she's somebody who I'm like she has a song uh called Tin Man that okay. does not have a cor- that does not have a chorus and it's one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> See, you said different, different. Yeah. I'm gonna have a look at that. I mean, listen, it's one, I think I've, I think I've heard it, but I'm, I'm gonna have to have a, a listen. Um, you, you'll have to have a listen to one of my friends, Mr. Patrick Jordan. Yeah, yeah, like oh, him. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, played him on so. the show, show at the weekend, and I was like, Ooh. yeah, we won't go into that. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on quite swiftly. Um, so your last song, Imposter, mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. want to tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, so I originally wrote Imposter, like, with no intention of releasing it. Oh. <laughs> it was, you know, like, music is my therapy, you know, I, yeah, I it was the journal. One. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was just like, okay, this is just my, my therapy, my, I'm just getting this out there. Um, it, and it was, you know, a, and it's about my battle with imposter syndrome. And mm-hmm. so I think I was just feeling it really strongly this day and was journaling about it and had a couple of lines and nuggets in there that I was like, oh, this would make a cool song. And so I, I tried to turn it into a song and then <clears throat> I, um, like brought it to my, you know, songwriting community to get some feedback on it, mm-hmm. um, just to become a better songwriter you know not I, I i write so many songs and a fraction of them get actually produced yeah, and released yeah. so yeah. like it was just like okay let me work on this song yeah you end up with books full of you know mm-hmm. as you say like journals full and full don't you i mean i did a little bit myself so and i've got so much to follow over it's unreal yeah but yeah oh yes I have it's just it's good it's getting to be a problem I have like so many notebooks I'm like I'm never throwing these out I'm just gonna need a room in my house when I'm older just full notebooks um and so I got some good feedback and I got you know people seem to really um it seemed to just really resonate with people and I was like uh-huh. huh, well let me let me try it at a live stream because you know I was doing so many live streams and I um try to switch it up so that people aren't getting bored and listening to the same songs every week 
And I, um, and people like, again, really seem to resonate with that song in particular. Mm-hmm. And then I did a, had a live performance, like an outdoor patio performance shortly mm-hmm. after that. And again, that was like, you know, a couple of people came up to me afterwards and like, I relate to that song, like, you know, and so I was like, okay, like, I feel like this is the universe telling me I need to record this song. Yeah. Even though it wasn't my intention, it was just, I thought, okay, it was just one of those songs that I write that's just for me. Um, I felt like, you know, the fact that it was resonating with people was a sign that, like, I that's what I need to release. Because that's essentially why I do music. Like, for me, music is all about connecting with people and yeah. and and not you know not feeling like you're alone in certain that's why I I mean I just I love sad songs because it's like when you're going through a terrible experience Mm -hmm. it's comforting to know that like you're not alone in that feeling in your struggle and whatever you're going through so I was like okay um I guess I'm gonna release it (laughs) (laughs) so that's what happened so that's how it got it got on my release schedule that's brilliant yeah Um, yeah so um, do you do you do the production for the, for your songs yourself, or have you got a team that does that for you? Or oh no, uh, I don't produce. I'm I'm trying to learn the basics mm-hmm. of it, but I do not produce. No, um, so that's the other exciting part of this. In one of the songwriting communities that I joined through the pandemic, I met somebody who's actually um, in the UK and mm-hmm. he produced it. He v- produced it for me virtually. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's been really fun to be able to to collaborate with people I yes. haven't collaborated with in the past and to be able to, you know, it's like I probably wouldn't even have thought of that pre-pandemic I probably would have you know used somebody local so yeah yeah um so it was fun but yeah I've used um different producers for different songs okay and that's the thing isn't it It, once again back to lockdown it's opened so many different doors for people um Mm -hmm. back to Patrick who I I said to for you to listen to um he's actually a fab producer from the area that I come from you know when, when 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 we talk to um a lot of the bands from around here um they're all like you know Patrick Johnson's produced it and you're like oh yeah you know Patty's <laughs> there again um but he's just he's, he's such a good guy and he's been producing things through lockdown for people all over the world and he, he was like you know and I questioned him how how have you been doing that and like his process was well sometimes people just send me um you know the guitar and them singing and then they let me basically do what I want sometimes we we pass um playlists over to each other you know I like the guitar on this I, I like the drums on that um I like the feel of this um it, so how did you how did you do that with somebody you know so so far away yeah um and I I, I use a similar process regardless of the producers local or somebody far away where mm-hmm. I do um I create a, a like a Spotify playlist of songs mm-hmm. that influence me or sorry a spotify playlist of songs that i want um that song in particular to be produced like okay um yeah yeah. so that's i I created that and then um he's just incredible like through the process like he'd start on it and then kind of send me a rough and say okay what do you think about these you know these aspects or these things and Mm -hmm. we'd kind of just go back and forth um I mean, it didn't even take a lot of back and forth because he was just amazing, and you know, and he, he got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. able to use the references, and 
yeah um so yeah that's that's how we we collaborated through it and then I recorded the vocals from I have a uh, a recording booth at home that I'm able to record my own vocals out of and so he sent me the final instrumental track I got my uh vocals recorded here at home and then I sent him my final vocals and then he he added everything in and you didn't stand in an Ikea wardrobe for that though did you I know, no, no. <laughs> this Ikea wardrobe gets brought up so many times oh, <laughs> a fabulous way of doing it oh yeah um so yeah I mean how many instruments do you play yourself um really I only play guitar um mm-hmm. I used to play piano and you know it's been on my list of I'm gonna start playing piano again um but haven't got quite gotten there yet but yeah guitar is my my main it's fun piano was my first instrument but guitar right. now is my my main instrument mm. um yeah so what y'all you know we've talked a little bit about your writing process and I know everybody asks this as well but people oh people want to know um, and yeah. how, how does that work for you in particular like my, how's my writing process? Yeah. What is your writing process? Is it just all of a sudden thoughts that you think, well, well write down that down. Like you said that a little bit earlier, it was just little nuggets that sort of kept falling out and you'd write it down. Yeah. Um, when I'm writing by myself, I try to journal first because it helps me, it helps me to figure out what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I were to just sit down and start trying to just write lyrics I it wouldn't come out as as clear um so I try to journal like if I'm having you know just thoughts or feelings about something journal about it and then from that think okay well what am I trying to say or what do I want to say and Mm -hmm. then from that then then trying to start the writing process from there whether it's trying to turn that into lyrics right away or picking up my guitar and playing through some chords and trying to you know get a melody or get inspired by a chord progression and then and then um starting from there um it just kind of just depends um I also love to do um songwriting challenges they help me to uh, challenges yeah there's like this one um challenge that she does it a few times a year where it's it's the five and five challenge where the challenge is to write five songs in five days and then every day she she gives you a different songwriting prompt um and so that's fun because that kind of switches things up too and like yeah yeah I bet it yeah and gives me like it makes me think about things that I like wouldn't have thought about to write Mm -hmm. about um and so from there I'll use the prompt right so sometimes it's like she'll give a list of 10 words and she'll say okay uh, choose five of these words and write a song using at least five of these words and then I'm like okay well what are these words make me think of and then I start the story from there um or sometimes you know it's a chord progression and then I'm like okay well what is what does this chord progression make me feel and then I try to write something from there so it all it's just all it depends <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? no but it's nice yeah. it's nice to hear how everybody does things slightly different you know mm-hmm. yeah, and that's, uh, yeah i love people ideas yeah yeah I does, love is that different for you then yeah and well the one of the great things about collaborating is like i learn different people's processes and and you know sometimes like i'll uh, adopt that in my 
songwriting. I'm like, oh, I really like that. How you how you do that? I'm gonna use that next time when I'm writing by myself. Yeah. Um, so it's fun to learn different people's processes. Um, usually when I'm co-writing, we we talk through it first, right? Like so we're, we talk first, and then we're like, okay, well, what do, you know, either somebody comes with an idea, or we just come up with an idea together. Like, oh, what should we write about? And then we kind of like roadmap it together. Like, oh, let's write a song about this and then the verses we can talk about this and then the chorus will be this so that's kind of like my journaling like when I'm journaling I'm like getting my thoughts out and then I kind of um structure it from there but when I'm co-writing we talk about it which is kind of like the journaling part of it and then and then we we map it out together and then it again it depends on the co-writer if we start with lyrics if we start with music if we do both I just had a co-write with somebody who like did both at the same time Hmm. um so yeah, I try to I try to be as open and adaptable as possible when I'm collaborating with somebody. You know, because I don't want anybody to feel like stifled or like they can't write in the way that they would normally write, and then you know, then it makes it hard for them to write. So I kind of just I try to be able to adapt to different writing styles. Yeah. Um. So. What advice would you be giving to somebody who was just starting out now? Um, I say just go for it. <laughs> there are so many times where, you know, I feel like I've been the, the thing that's held me back the most, you know, okay. because of of fear, of uncertainty, and nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just trying to figure it out <laughs> as we go along. So don't don't let fear hold you back. And just, you know, you learn as you go. I think perfectionism is also something that holds people back. It's like, well, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be great at the first time I do it. It's like, no, you're not going to be great at it. And you're going to look back in a couple months, you're going to be like, oh, man, that was horrible. But guess what? You're going to grow. You're going to grow from it. And you're going to, the only way you're going to grow, the only way you're going to get better if you go through that uncomfortable, awkward, maybe not so great phase, yeah, you know? yeah, so and yeah. you can always come back to that later on. That's what a lot of people <laughs> I found that, that tend to do. They'll be like, "Oh, yeah, we we released that. We're going to redo that one because potentially that's a great song." But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've grown. Yeah, but... We don't like that now. <laughs> and and sometimes the only way to know is by releasing it or doing it you know yeah. and then you look like oh yeah now I get, now I know <laughs> so what about self-promotion um you know how how have you found that over the years um self-promotion is hard um but again I think the more I do it the more comfortable I get with it you know it's mm-hmm. not my favorite thing to do but it's fun you know I released an EP when I took a break from music and I and like the the first EP I released when I came back from music, mm-hmm. I like, I didn't plan it. I didn't like, I didn't plan any release strategy. I didn't market it, whatever. And then I released it and like, you know, it was like nothing happened. Well, it's like, of course nothing happened. Like nobody even knew that it was out. And so mm-hmm. um, I just try to remind myself, like, it's about, you know, finding people who, you know, will love your music, but who don't know about you yet. Um, yeah. And that that's, that's the whole point um in doing it so I just try hard to remind myself about that because sometimes you know like sometimes with posting on social media it's like am I being annoying (laughs) yeah yeah. um but but no you're not (laughs) (laughs) I mean 
yeah, like maybe I am, but hopefully I'm not being annoying. Hopefully I'm finding a good balance between, <clears throat> you know. Um, and do you find sort of like if you put yourself out to radio stations and things like that, do you, do you get a good response from them? Um, I have found that working with representation has helped a lot with that. Okay. Uh, I get definitely get better response that way than when it's just uh, me as an artist um, reaching out. And Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, I'm sure that (laughs) radio stations and magazines, like people get inundated with with so many emails and and things. So um, I get it's hard to like weed out um, who's serious and who's not. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I do get that. Um, Even from, you know doing the playlist that we did um it was very difficult to make decisions about who was getting put onto the playlist and who 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 wasn't you know from all the people that mm-hmm. sort of said of it and it was good the fact that we had two of us there um with a girl called Andy and um so we backed things backwards and forwards with each other um so it was never just one person's decision to sort of like put yeah that, that, that that's gonna go on there kind of thing um but it's been it that was it's been such a good thing i mean we ran the playlist um for eight weeks and we had 80 artists managed to hit that one care wow that's amazing no no i mean some of them would have done it you know eventually themselves but some of the guys that we put on there were um they'd been stuck for two years on like 200 streams and now they're on nearly 3000 and it's just wow congratulations yeah that's so exciting to be and you said how many artists there was 40 80 80 80. that feels so good yeah (laughs) yeah to be able to help artists in that way that's amazing honestly you know they're all saying thank you so much but they don't realize i mean it was hard work but um Mm -hmm. how good it felt to be able to do something like that for somebody just amazing yeah absolutely amazing so what have you got coming up I have so much planned coming up <laughs> like it's so funny it's like when I, I have a release out I'm like I know I need to be focusing on that release but I'm already working on the next release and um <laughs> so yeah so um imposter just came out and a lyric yep. video for it just came out and then in June I have mm-hmm. a two-song mini EP coming out wow um, I'm also launching a Patreon page, um, which I'm so, so, so excited uh, for that. Um, so I'm working hard on like getting that prepped and ready to go. And yeah. then um, and then I'm hoping I'm wanting to work on music videos for both of those songs on the EP. So that's yeah. that's going to be the, the next uh, the next thing to focus on or tr- try to get them for those for the, e- for the mini EP. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fab, make sure you send me them. Yes, <laughs> we'll get them out there. Um, yeah. Oh, and I wish you absolutely all the luck with that, Lee. And it's been absolutely fabulous talking to you. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I hope one day we will really be able to meet on a porch. And yeah, <laughs> and, and have a chat. <laughs> that would be an, that's an amazing, amazing thing to think about, isn't it? That that's going to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I wish you all luck in the world. Thank you and so much. We'll, um, she will be hearing lots and lots from you on the radio station. Awesome. Thank you.